What's good, everybody? This is your host, Dijon. I appreciate y'all being here, and I'm so excited to share this podcast with you. And before we jump in, I just wanted to note that this is an independent podcast, and we're showcasing a lot of independent artists. So we would love and appreciate your support to share this and share this creativity. So if you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, comment, leave five-star reviews, tell your homies about it, and just spread the love. Thank you. You're listening to The Soul of a Song. This is where musicians open their hearts and let us into their creative process. This is where they share the source of their inspiration. Enjoy. All right, so today we are welcoming Oriel Poole. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for being on the episode today. Yeah, so glad to be here. Yeah, she has a very unique sound. The first time I heard it, I was so mesmerized because I love innovative music and this definitely feels innovative. What what genre would you describe your music as? I would say it's a blend of like soul, electronic, R&B, and it, um, synth pop, um, and it's a little experimental as well. I always appreciate it when it's a little experimental because it showcases that particular artist and I always appreciate that. And um, you are definitely a one of a kind artist. And today we're gonna talk about my favorite song on your EP, Dragon. It's a really interesting song because it's like powerful and triumphant and it tells this like otherworldly story which I would love for you to mm. explain but it also is just like a great dance song you know so uh, it's really cool yeah and I'm curious like what what inspired the song and just what your process was like in creating it yeah absolutely um, well it all began at Burning Man I was actually on a bike ride with two dear girlfriends of mine and we were on the adventure for the night and um, the three of us were driving along the esplanade. We pulled over to take a rest stop and kind of gather what our plans were for the evening. One of my friends popped open the Rockstar Library. It has all the schedule of the music and the artists that were playing while well, another one of my friends took a nap. Meanwhile, I step into the playa, the field, where everyone was practicing fire. And I was looking for romance. I, but I didn't quite know what I was looking for. So essentially, I was having this conversation with God or some higher power of, you know, I, I want something, but I don't know what I want. And... I guess I was asking to be shown it because that's essentially what happened. I started looking around and kind of sizing up <laughs> the um, <laughs> the men in in the area, and um, 
becoming like aware of what or wasn't working for me. And then all of a sudden I see this, this warrior like man and um, my, my thoughts actually went completely still. My brain didn't have anything to say as far as like, oh, he's too much of this, too much of that, because he was just essentially perfect, at least from like a physical standpoint, his stature, his, um, his way of moving. He was actually dancing with fire and warming up. I saw him and um, my girlfriends came over and they're like, come on, Oriel, like we have our plans, like let's go. And I was like, oh no, I was like, I need to say something to this guy. So I walked over to him. He, it's funny, as I got closer, he became more and more attractive. He was like this grounded warrior, kind of Buddha-like almost, and had these crystal green eyes and then this really beautiful like Australian accent you know I learned that he was a fire performer and he was actually going to be performing at a camp that that night and um and then we went like we ended up going to see him we ended up at the camp and I saw him perform and it just like completely brought me to my knees and there was just a way in his presence, his his movement, that was um, very hypnotic. I left Burning Man, and I, I wasn't able to... I was thinking about this guy a lot, and I like knew so little about him, except that I realized that he was showing up for me as this archetype of, of what I'd been essentially holding out for. Later, I remembered his name and like where he was from and what he did. And then I found a Wikipedia on him, which had shown that he was like the lead fire performer of Cirque du Soleil, like coach and trainer, had traveled to over 80 countries around the world, like performing for royalty, um, doing all these really magnificent things. And I was just, I was blown away. And then I also was faced with this, this um, level of intimidation almost as if I wasn't good enough that this person had had created so much in their life and I couldn't even begin and you know it was all just like bullet points on a resume but at the time it was very overwhelming and I had a conversation with my roommate about this and she looks at me and she's like Oriel you know he's just further along on his path you're in the exact same place like you're doing all the same things you know he's just been doing it longer and basically through this whole experience of meeting him and falling essentially for this person that i knew nothing about i realized that he was my archetype and my muse and although it wasn't necessary that like i was to pursue any sort of romance or relationship with this guy. I mean, we lived in different parts of the world and I actually did reach out to him and made contact with him on Facebook. And he, um, ironically, we had like made plans to meet up, but, um, you know, two years later when that opportunity came, it, 
it was different. It really wasn't about us meeting up or us coming together. It was more about what I was being shown at that moment in time. And yeah, he he breathed fire. And so in my, I, want, I didn't want to write a song about a man. Like I wanted to write a song about a being, about a creature, because he was, to me, this transcended beyond human. I've seen something really powerful in someone. And so it made perfect sense to write about a dragon, this primordial creature, this warrior-like figure that works with fire and could breathe fire and even eat fire. And so he became the dragon and the dragon became my muse. And the dragon is a reminder of what I'm holding out for, what I'm working toward. And essentially what I realized when I saw him on stage and he was like bending time and bending my reality is that I saw the God in him. And that for me was reflected back to me because I too see the God in me and I know that the power that I witness within him is also within me. And so he became this divine reflection in this mirror of, of what, you know, what I hold out for and essentially what I'm working for within myself first and foremost. And that's how I wrote the song. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's an uh, incredible story. You know it's going to be a good story when it begins at Burning Man. <laughs> it all started at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, wow. So that's really cool that you were kind of like called out to the heavens for what initially was, I guess, romance. Or another way is putting that as maybe like your heart's longing and your the universe showed you a reflection of what you're trying to realize within, right? Yes. Which I guess is essentially what dating is, right? Like we're attracted to things and other people that we want more of from ourselves. Yes, until we make ourselves whole and complete. It's as if we are like constantly attracting our lessons and our teachers and what we're here to be shown within ourselves. And, you know, ultimately the goal is to heal ourselves. And then we we meet as two perfect holes rather than two halves, like filling a void. Right. And. Yeah. So do you feel like you're still on the journey of creating your whole self or where are you on that journey I am yeah I'm I think every day is is part of the work and at the same time I'm open to love and romance through that journey because I think we are allowed to experience and explore you know what works and then it's just honoring what doesn't work and you know how to navigate that but um you know through the last few years i think i've been doing a lot of of personal work 
you know, just working on loving myself and filling myself up and knowing what I need and being able to communicate and become clear with what what works for me and focusing on my music, my career that's been, you know, that's been expanding. You know, right now that's that's really taken precedence over everything else. It's like where's this art and this music going? And, and it's great because I can pour so much of my own experience back into these songs. Yeah, it feels like it's very unique to your experience, both in the songwriting and in the sonic textures in it. And yeah, yeah, I'm curious just how you chose to portray the story in this way, just because it is a very unique song, you know, from like the horns and the and the dance grooves in it. Yeah, I would love to hear about your process. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely like you were saying. You know, I wanted to make a piece that was like this epic, mysterious, yet powerful journey. And so there is this dichotomy between like the more chill verses that are like mysterious and majestic leading up to the powerful conga drums. And I was exploring like conga rhythms and and a few different BPMs, like I sped it up and slowed it down and it was amazing how different the the texture of the song felt until I found like that sweet spot where I was like, okay, this is the groove of the song. And to add the dreamy element, I added this really cool echo-like feature like on the piano that carried over quite well and the horns definitely I think tied in the the sense of power and also this sense of like um, this element of surprise it's it's quite captivating as it was for me to come in contact with this man I think in addition to that like there's a mantra laid over the horns and the mantra comes in the beginning and in the end and for me that mantra has no like verbal meaning it's a state of being that it's just kind of evoked and sometimes you know just as melody communicates a feeling or a way of being so does this mantra that that kind of came out of me through this writing process Hmm. yeah so i added that into the song yeah in my own creative process i can relate to that when it's something like that is beyond mind you know it's not i wouldn't imagine that you consciously like sang the notes of that mantra you were just open at that point and in the space of like pure creation and that's what came through yeah absolutely it's also i guess It's supernatural is another way to describe it. And so, you know, that's the state that I'm in when I'm writing songs and I'm wanting to kind of transmute that to those that are listening. So they're like, okay, this isn't like your normal song. And this isn't normally how I feel when I'm listening to music because it's a bit of a crossover between something that's maybe a bit more mainstream and more 5D. Mm. 
That's a very interesting concept, the crossover between mainstream and 5D. What does that mean to you? Well, for me, I feel like I'm simultaneously weaving this web of like 3D and 5D. And so for for those, the 5D is a new concept. 3D obviously is our physical world. It's like our everyday life. And then 5D is the supernatural world, the, the, the realms beyond our own state of consciousness, like a higher consciousness or a higher power, whatever you call it, whether it's your relationship with God or the galaxy. You know, I think that the music that I'm making is is walking both of those lines at the same time. So someone that's maybe more into the 3D can appreciate it, while someone that's into the 5D can appreciate it, or both at the same time. Hmm. So we're grounded in our natural world while still leaving, living and weaving within this dreamlike, surreal landscape yeah that makes sense I feel that and it seems like it's uh, this whole project is a vision you've been grounding for a while because I believe I it came out in 2017 but I saw videos released for the project in 2019 and I believe it was even conceived of much earlier than that how long have you been working on this these songs and, and this vision. Wow, oh, I mean, it's been a few years now. This, I think, was written from an encounter in 2014. Wow. So, yeah, and then, you know, it took some time to develop the song. I was brand new to songwriting at the time. I think I rewrote the lyrics like four times before I even attempted to sing the song. But once the lyrics were written and the, the music was was created i actually did the song in one take like the melody and the chorus just like poured out of me a lot of times it's like setting up the other parameters and then the flow just comes so naturally once you've got once you've got everything else in place yeah creating that alignment Mm -hmm. that's amazing so as far as I know, there's not a video for this song yet, is there? No, there isn't. And um, I I work like tirelessly on my music videos. I'm I'm very much like a producer or a creator on all of my videos, and you know they also uh, require a budget. So I had to pick and choose um, which songs I would create videos for on this EP. However, if someone approached me and wanted to create one, I would be I would be very well open to it. But now I've got my new EP coming out and I've been working on videos for for the the new music that's coming out this year. And what's that EP called? The Magi. So, cool. yeah, I've already released the first single off of it, Warrior, which you can find um you know, whatever channel you like to listen to music. So that, and that's got a video coming out actually very soon. Well, I'm excited to check that out. I'm definitely excited to hear the evolution of your music and storytelling. And yeah, it's very cool to hear the richness 
of this process because that's it's a really cool story and I kind of had my own vision of what it was about before and it's nice to hear the actuality of it and just understand your process more mm-hmm yeah well thank you I mean I appreciate you reaching out this is it's been really fun awesome well we always like to play the song after we've got in there and explored the soul of it. So now that you have the richness of where it came from in the process, enjoy Dragon by Oriel Poole. Thanks, guys. Keeps me strong behind the scenes. 
Yeah, yeah. That was this week's episode of The Soul of a Song. I hope you feel as inspired as I do. I hope you got some great insight into the creative process and how we can transmute everything within us into something beautiful. If you appreciate the energy we're building here and want to support this community, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, share this with a friend, and tune in next week. Much love, fam. This is your boy, Dijon. We out.